Grace and peace to you from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Hi, I'm Elaine and this is our time for Bible sharing. This is episode 33 titled Unbelief. There's a surface unbelief where your friend says to you, I want a 50 inch TV at Walmart today. And you respond, I don't believe you. But there's a much more serious unbelief when it pertains to God, which is spiritual blindness and a determined resistance to God. Just like Paul was converted by the Holy Spirit on the Damascus Road, we too can be converted and moved from a position of unbelief to a position of faith. Unbelief hinders us from receiving God's promises. We may believe in God, but if we are filled with unbelief regarding the promises in his word, we will miss many great spiritual blessings. God promised Israel their land, but their unbelief kept them from claiming it for 40 years. We read in Hebrews 3 verse 19, so we see that they were not able to enter because of their unbelief. Unbelief hinders the work of God. We read in Matthew 13 verse 58, Jesus did not do many miracles in Nazareth because of their unbelief. What caused you to reject God and his word? Perhaps it was disappointment because of unanswered prayer or a great tragedy you experienced. Perhaps you received false teaching. Recognize the vital importance of believing in God and his word because your eternal destiny is at stake. We read in John 3 verse 36, whoever believes in the Son has eternal life, but whoever rejects the Son will not see life, for God's wrath remains on him. We must confess unbelief as sin to God and ask for forgiveness, because whatever is not of faith is sin, Romans 14, 23. Ask God to help you believe. As the father who brought his ailing child to Jesus, cry out by faith, Lord, I believe. Help me overcome my unbelief. Mark 9 verse 24. Faith is more than believing with our head. It also means believing with our heart and with our will. Faith in God means that we believe that God will do what he has said and that we believe it so thoroughly that we are willing to fully act upon it. True faith in God includes trust. We read in Romans 8 verse 38 to 39 that we have full confidence that God in Christ has given us eternal life and neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither the present nor the future, nor any powers, neither height nor death, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Study the word, pray, and fellowship with other believers. These three basics will strengthen your core beliefs in God and his word. In Romans 10 verse 17, we read, Consequently, faith comes from hearing the message, and the message is heard through the word about Christ. 
In Hebrews 3, verse 12 to 13, we read, See to it, brothers and sisters, that none of you has a sinful, unbelieving heart that turns away from the living God, but encourage one another daily, as long as it is called today, so that none of you may be hardened by sin's deceitfulness. In Mark 9, verse 21 to 24, we read, Jesus asked the boy's father, how long has he been like this? From childhood, he answered, it has often thrown him into fire or water to kill him. But if you can do anything, take pity on us and help us. If you can, said Jesus, everything is possible for one who believes. Immediately, the boy's father exclaimed, I do believe, help me overcome my unbelief. This is a plea of a desperate father who was interceding to Jesus on behalf of his afflicted child, expresses a difficult, profound, common experience. We see it all too frequently in ourselves, which is why we identify with the desperate father's prayer. But the father of this afflicted boy said to Jesus, if you can do anything, have compassion on us and help us. There's faith in this request. Faith is why he sought Jesus out in the first place. But there's also unbelief. Part of him doesn't expect Jesus will be any more successful than others had been. So he receives Jesus' rebuke. Jesus' rebuke of the man's unbelief is the mercifully painful discipline of the Lord intended to expose the disease of unbelief so that the believer can see it for what it is and fight it. Because if he doesn't, he will not share the Lord's holiness and will not bear the peaceful fruit of righteousness. In Hebrews 12, verse 10 to 12, we read, They disciplined us for a little while, as they thought best, but God disciplines us for our good, in order that we may share in his holiness. Known discipline seems pleasant at the time, but painful. Later on, however, it produces a harvest of righteousness and peace for those who have been trained by it. Be kind and compassionate to one another, forgiving each other, just as in Christ, God forgave you.